What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. My name's John, and this is r slash Tales from the Front Desk again. Today's a special episode because we got into a little bit of a story in one of our other episodes with uh, Barry, the ultra shiny guy that got DNR'd from a hotel. It only got partway through the story, and the author stopped. So evidently, they needed some time to regroup. As I went back looking through the uh, Tales from the Front Desk, I noticed there was updates. Uh, so it's in three total installments. I read one the other day. I couldn't just read parts two and three to you. It just wouldn't make any sense and be totally incomplete. So what we're going to do is I brought over the text to read from the first part, and we're going to do them all together. One big epic Tales from the Front Desk. So I hope you enjoy. Barry, the ultra shiny that got DNR'd. That means do not rent, evidently. Guys, this one is about the Ultra Shiny I've mentioned a couple times in previous comments. This is the Ultra Shiny that we had to finally DNR due to being the cause of water damage. Police were even called to trespass him, albeit unsuccessfully. But I'm getting ahead of myself, so here's the promised story of the Ultra Shiny that got DNR'd. A little backstory for this guy. First, when I was newer, I began to learn about Mr. Ultra Shiny, Barry, obviously not his real name. Barry has a young child and a baby mama. Barry is a local and likes to book rooms that have something going on, which makes them have to be off-market for most guests. Because he likes the arranged steep discount my GM used to give him on such rooms. She would do this to be able to have something for revenue on what otherwise would be an out-of-order room. Maybe a guest didn't check out until 4pm, by of course paying a fee for such a late departure. And housekeeping was no longer available to clean the room. Barry doesn't care about that. He'll take some cleaning supplies and clean it himself and rent it for cheap. Maybe the toilet has a clog that maintenance is unable to clear and we're waiting on the plumber to arrive on a scheduled date and time and that room is out of order until then. Barry wants that for his discount. He'll use the lobby bathroom. You get the point. Occasionally, Barry will redeem his points he earned by frequently staying in these otherwise unusable rooms and book through reservations for a standard room knowing that as an ultra shiny, his perks get him an automatic upgrade to our best or next best room. He calls the property in these instances to ask for anything with a jetted tub. He and his baby mama love the jetted tub rooms. Let it also be known that 90% of the time, Barry is in something that has only one bed, never asks for or accepts a cot, and always brings his kid and baby mama, henceforth BM. Barry is also an alcoholic and stoner and often has loud arguments with BM. She's always louder than he is. He also is always hitting on female staff or attempting to invite female staff to go hang out with him. He is, of course, always rejected. GM was starting to get tired of his shit, but he hadn't done anything quite serious enough to ban him yet, so she began instructing front desk to deny him any out-of-order rooms, claim they've all been fixed, whether or not they really have, and to not let certain rooms be visible on market when we see his point redeem reservations come in, so we can't see them listed as available online on the franchise website. To do that, we make dummy walk-in reservations so we can still sell them to callers and actual walk-ins. No more discounts for Barry. Well, not too long ago, about two months ago now, we had to put a jetted tub suite out of order because a guest broke the TV and we were waiting on the shipment of a new one. When it finally came and maintenance was able to get it mounted, I forgot to put the room back on market and one of our other front desk associates wound up selling it to Barry at the discounted rate, thinking it still had no TV. Barry had booked it for three nights. The second night, I came into my shift from my weekend and was doing a bucket check and saw Barry was in-house, in the jetted tub suite with the cheap rate. I knew my GM would be pissed about this already, so I called her to see if she knew, which she was aware, but not happy about it. She said, just leave it for now. Hopefully we won't have any serious problems. 
insert foreshadowing remark here. Well, most of my shift goes by fairly smoothly. We were sold out, so all there was to do was check guests in, get some of them their extra towels, restock our 24-7 coffee station, and assist guests with other minor problems. My relief comes, we talk and cover things she needs to know about, laugh about some dumb interactions, and I'm outie 5000. I live on property, so I go up to my room and get changed and sit and scroll through Reddit to wind down. And after about an hour, I get a call from my night auditor saying she needs help with a guest's reservation. I get a few details from her and come downstairs and there's a group with their luggage and one woman off to the side. I find out the problem with the luggage group's reservation is that a third party had taken their money and confirmed a reservation that NRPMS didn't exist. Told them we never got the reservation and, unfortunately, were completely sold out and occupied at this time. The service they used to book a reservation is at fault. They go on their way, very disgruntled, and just as I was about to ask the woman what I could help her with, a couple ceiling tiles above our interface computer in the back office collapses, water cascading down on top of the equipment. Night Auditor and I rush to move everything away from the water, dry it, and cover it as water continues to rain down on us both. While Night Auditor is covering the computer, nothing's shorting out, yet, I ask the woman what she came down for, and peeking through the door behind me says, that. That's happening in my room. I ask what room that is, and she confirms my suspicion. She's right below Barry. I knew Barry had left hours ago to go joyriding with some friend because he kept asking me earlier if I had ever been on a, whatever those weird reverse trike-style motor vehicles are called, asking me if I would want to ride one. He's going off with a buddy to ride, so I knew he wasn't in the building. So as I'm running to grab a F-ton of towels, I instruct my night auditor to take an emergency key and go in Barry's room and find out what the F while I help this lady in her room. I go upstairs with the woman and find that the water is raining down into her jetted tub from the recessed lighting fixture above it. Thankfully, it's not actually flooding her room, but the noise from the water had woken her up. She said she understood that there's no other rooms, but is she still going to have to pay full price after this? I said, no ma'am, of course not. I can't say for sure in what way GM will compensate you, but I know her well and can assure you she will make it right for you to the best of her ability, and I truly apologize that this happened during your stay with us. She says that's fine. She just wants to rest. Please go help the other lady. I said that's very sweet and understanding. I'll leave these extra towels for you, just in case. So I leave and meet up with Night Auditor downstairs, who informs me that, yes, it was indeed Barry's room that caused this. He left that jetted tub on and plugged up. And since the jetted tub has no overflow drain, it, well, overflowed. I'm not sure how it didn't flood the entire room and hallway, but it didn't. Instead, it somehow went down through the walls, leaked some out of the ladies' recessed lighting below, and ran the rest of the way down to the office. Of course, I had to call my GM at this point, now that everything was turned off and no longer flooding the office. My night auditor was cleaning what she could of the ceiling tile that collapsed and trying to dry the computer the rest of the way off. Thankfully, it didn't fry and water didn't get inside. I think the keyboard, which was laying on top of the actual computer, saved it because that thing was soaked. When I called her, I said something to the effect of, you are not going to like this and Barry is done here. And I go on to explain what happened. Her first concern was, of course, the interface equipment, which is basically like a local mini-server for our workstations. Without it, we are effed to run this hotel. Next, she wants me to lock him out, so he has to come to the desk, and she's on her way here to confront him and kick him out. She gets here and is assessing the damage and what her next moves are, and shortly after, in walks Barry, with kid and baby mama in tow. Immediately, I stop him in the lobby and inform GM that he's here. She tells him he is no longer welcome here, and he has to vacate immediately. He gives a shocked Pikachu face and says, why? Because you, or whoever was with you, left your jetted tub running, and it flooded the room below you and our back office. You have 20 minutes to get your belongings from that room, and you are to leave and never return. 
He begins drunkenly sputtering that he didn't turn on the tub, and it was an accident, and really it's your tub, so it's your fault. Blah, blah, blah. She says, if you don't get your stuff and leave, I will call the police and trespass you. Okay, so call them, he says. I'll go get my stuff, but you call them, and I want a refund, too. Barry the Ultra Shiny that got DNR'd Part 2. Okay, guys, I apologize for leaving everyone hanging on the edge of your seats. Screens? Meh. Here, I now continue the story of our Ultra Shiny, Barry, who got DNR'd. Let's see, where was I? Oh, yes, cops and demands of refunds. Here we go. So GM instructs Barry to just go get his crap from the room, has our night auditor escort him at a safe-ish distance so she can at least witness any further wrongdoings if such doings occur, and has me calling the police, 911, to get them here to trespass Barry. While I'm doing that, the GM is trying to authorize the card on file for the damages and is able to authorize over $2,000. She posts the total charge and takes the payment. I've been explaining to 911 dispatch about the situation and how he needs to be trespassed and that he's been drinking and stated earlier that he was going joyriding with a buddy of his. And as I'm doing all this, Barry arrives back downstairs shouting all sorts of expletives and blaming us for this situation. And how are you going to kick me out? I'm ultra shiny. I bring you so much business, etc. Our night auditor has at this point retreated behind the desk area with GM and myself. And while on the phone with 911, they can hear Barry yelling in the background and hear GM arguing with him about that he signed the registration in which he agreed to be held liable for damages, and that his actions caused damages inside the walls of our building and to our office. And look at my keyboard that she held up absolutely dripping. It's probably no good. I might as well throw it away, and you better hope my computer system back there isn't fried. And so on. So as 911 is instructing me to do so, I usher both Night Auditor and GM into the back office to separate and keep them safe, and close the door. For reference, the way it's set up is, you enter the back office via a locked door with a keypad entry, walk through and go through another door which is lockable from the inside to get behind the front desk. The entire front desk area has a counter in front, providing sort of a barrier in between guests and staff. So all three of us are locked inside the back office as I'm still detailing the situation to 911, and I hear the cop radios in the lobby. I inform 911 that I hear, and as I peek out the door, see the officers. I tell dispatch thank you and hang up. The officers who show up are a white male and an African-American male. This becomes relevant in a few. Bear with me. The white officer, we'll call him Officer A, or OA, because he was the first to interact with us, comes to talk to us and get a feel for the situation. I explained to him everything I was telling dispatch, from the drinking and flirting, hitting on staff, to the last time he and BM were here and argued and fought, all the way to this incident and him being a drunk or drinking all the time while he's here. Officer A seemed to understand and even summarized the gist of what I was saying to him and asked some clarifying questions to make sure he understood. He asked some other questions too, because he apparently heard some of the BS Barry was saying, including accusing us of threatening or trying to throw something at him. OA says, I'll have to ask, only because he said this, did any of you hit or threaten to hit Barry? I said, no, of course not. Like, I know my GM said the word throw, but what she said was, look at this keyboard, it's soaking wet because of you. I might as well throw it in the garbage now. I promise you, officer, nobody behind this desk threatened Barry with any form of violence. Officer A says, okay, I just have to check because he made the accusation. Let me go talk to my associate for a minute and I'll be right back. He goes and talks to the other cop, Officer B. And we talk amongst ourselves for a minute until Officer B comes to talk to us. He starts asking more questions in a more accusatory way. I can't exactly remember word for word, but the overall tone made us all feel like he was trying to put us in the wrong here. One question he asked was, well, did you take pictures of any of the damage? I said, sir, we didn't have time to take pictures of water cascading down onto our vital computer system, without which we cannot run this hotel. 
We were too busy saving it. Also, you can see the remnants of water on this computer and the desk and that the floor is wet where we had to clean up. We were more concerned at the time it's happening with keeping more damage from occurring. Also, here's the bag of wet crumbled ceiling tile that fell from above our vital computer system that certainly didn't soak itself. I'd like to talk to the woman you claim came down to complain about water leading into her room. Sir, I'm sorry, but we're not waking our guest up again. She's already plenty upset about her experience here as it is. We are not disturbing this poor woman again. As a side note, at this time, GM is in the back talking to or messaging our owners regarding the situation. Meanwhile, Barry is hanging around the automatic front door, yelling inside to get him his refund, among other things. So my night auditor asks Officer B to please get Barry away from the door. She has to ask OB at least three times while Officer B is grilling us about all this like we did something wrong here. And he finally walks over to the door telling Barry, I'll take care of this, brother. Don't worry, brother. I got you, brother. Um, what? Brother? I got you? Whoa, hold up. Next, Officer A comes up and asks if he can see Barry's room. And GM is back and tells Night Auditor to walk up with him. Night Auditor says okay, but there's not much to see now because I drained the water and for whatever reason it didn't really get on the floor. Officer B comes back and is talking with GM for a minute. Something about did Barry pay for three nights and GM has to explain to an officer about the difference between a charge and an authorization. But he will be charged for damages. And I have to sit down and chill for a minute from the stress of the whole thing and the ridiculousness of it all and how pissed I am at Barry. And I hear Officer B saying something to the effect of, so since he's paid, then he gets to stay then, right? And my GM is like, no, absolutely not. And Officer B is like, well, if he paid for a good or service, you have to honor it. GM says, no, I don't have to let him stay here. I want him removed from this property. He hasn't paid for three nights. His car was authorized for three nights. That's not the same thing. You know what? I think I want to talk to your supervisor. Please call him out here because you're obviously not understanding what I'm telling you. Holy shit, this is really long. I'm going to have to do a part three, guys. Sorry to give you another cliffhanger. I got some stuff to do tomorrow, but I'll do my best to get it written ASAP. Hang tight. It's coming. Barry the Ultra Shiny that got DNR'd part three. Finally. Sorry for the wait, everyone. My PC's been down and mobile's too difficult for me to write. So I'm writing from work this time. I'll now continue the tale of our not friend Barry. When we left off, GM was trying to explain to an officer, Officer B, about the difference between authorizations and payments. And Officer B seemed to be deliberately misunderstanding and was going in circles with GM trying to make her let Barry stay. As a result of this now pointless exchange, GM demanded the supervisor of the officers. So now at this point, GM is no longer continuing any conversation with either officer and the three of us are in the office, fuming that these officers are not doing their job. At one point, there was an exchange between Night Auditor and Officer B, where she called him out on his apparent bias. I'm going to backtrack a little bit here. No more than a few minutes before GM had this combo, but I believe he had said something about being denied talking to the poor guest who reported the water in her room, who is now just trying to get some rest, being uncooperative and our treatment of Barry being inappropriate. Night Auditor had said something to the effect of, No sir, what's inappropriate is you audibly buddying up with your brother over there instead of doing the job you were called out here to do. This earned a shocked Pikachu face from Officer B, like he was offended or something, and he said as much. He walked away for a moment and returned with Officer A, aggressively pointing and saying that what Night Auditor said was unethical. I said, Sir, what's unethical is that you and your partner were called for a simple trespass, yet you're verbally buddying up and siding with Barry in this matter and attempting to force us to allow an unwanted problematic guest to continue to stay. What's unethical is you telling Barry, Don't worry, brother. I got you, brother. What's unethical is you not doing your job. 
and I'm asking you right now, and with as much respect as I can muster at this time, to remove your aggressive gesture. I am a survivor of domestic abuse, and you pointing your finger and leaning in like that is aggressive and is beginning to trigger my anxiety and PTSD. For my readers, that last part is actually true, but I'm also in a much healthier, safer place now. Rest assured, I've come a long way. Officer B backed off a little bit from there, but continued to defend his actions, claiming, So what? I called him brother. I call everybody brother. I call him, pointing to Officer A, brother. I looked at Officer A, who looked away at this point, neither confirming nor denying the claim, but him looking away still told me all I needed. Although I could have been reading too much into it, but you guys can decide how you feel about that. I said, just how am I supposed to know that? Surely you must see what we're seeing at this point, or do you not understand that either? This somehow earned yet another shocked Pikachu face, and he again walked away. Night Auditor walked into the office again, and we all waited for their supervisor to arrive. In the meantime, GM has been keeping our owners updated on the situation, and they've been texting back and forth every so often. The officer's sergeant arrives a few minutes later and comes to talk to the three of us at the office door. As he looks around and at the computer, after getting up to speed, his first question is, so did you take pictures of the damage? We were all dumbfounded. Like, are you effing kidding me with this BS dumbfounded? I said, all due respect, sir, but we didn't have time to take pictures. We were busy saving our electronic equipment from the deluge of water that was pouring down from the ceiling due to Barry's gross negligence in leaving his jetted tub plugged and running while he was out joyriding with his friends. Which is the whole reason we called you guys out here in the first place. He was told to leave and refused, so we called you to trespass him and get him off our property. He said it only takes how long to take a picture? Less than a minute? Sir, we needed every second to rescue our equipment. This is beside the point. Please, trespass Barry and remove him from our property. First, I'd like to talk to the woman who complained, and I'd like to see Barry's room. Sir, we already showed Barry's room to one of your associates, but if you insist, we'll show you too. What we're not going to do, though, is wake that poor woman up again. The owners already said absolutely do not wake her up again. If you need any kind of statement from her for whatever reason, we can get it from her in writing in the morning, when she comes to check out. I'm going to need the statement directly from her, so I need to speak with her tonight. Sir, we've already told you we're not waking our guest again tonight. She's already demanding compensation for her disturbance. We will not be bothering her again. Fine, have it your way. Show me Barry's room then. So GM walks the sergeant up to the room, once explaining what Night Auditor explained earlier. How the room itself didn't really get wet, but that the water did indeed run down between the walls and travel through the lady's light fixture and further down into the office. A few minutes later, Sergeant and GM come back downstairs and Sergeant says, I'll be right back, and goes outside. Meanwhile, Barry and Baby's mama are not in view, but their child is running back and forth in front of our automatic door, causing it to open and close repeatedly. Night Auditor tells me she can just barely hear a woman saying, Go, go, jump, come here, come here, now go, go, jump. We lock the door to keep it from opening repeatedly and wait for a sign of any of the officers returning. Once Sergeant appears in the doorway, we open the doors again. So I understand Barry's paid for three nights here, right? Not this again. GM says, no sir, and we've explained this multiple times to Officer B. There is an authorization for three nights. He has stayed for two now and he is going to be charged for the damage he's caused. That's all beside the point though, because he's been told to leave the property and he's refused. Which is why we called you out here to remove him and have him trespassed. He started yelling and carrying on and cussing out my staff and myself, and I want him gone. So what you're saying is he's charged, which means you have to let him stay. No, sir. I will be charging him for his damages. That is civil and has nothing to do with you. I do not have to let him stay. I have the right to refuse him, and that's what I'm doing. Sergeant and GM go back and forth like this. Just like with Officer B, until finally exasperated and exhausted, GM goes, You know what? Fine. I have to be here at 7 in the morning, and it's almost 4 now. So here... 
I witnessed my GM, out of pure frustration, pull up Barry's reservation and refund the entire amount, damages and all, print out the folio and shove it onto the desk in front of the sergeant. There, she says, he's refunded and hasn't paid shit. Now get him out of here like you were all called to do in the first place. First, though, I want all of your names and badge numbers because you can bet my owners will be in contact with your superiors about this entire situation. Altered, please write down that information. I need to sit down. So I grab my pen and paper and I get all their info. And when Sergeant gets to his, he gets all kinds of condescending with me. That Sergeant, dipshit, spelled S-E-R-G-E-A, and I totally just wrote in plain view, S-G-T, dipshit. (laughs) At this point, we were all mentally drained and physically tired of this whole BS situation and how it played out. So we all sit down in the office as Sergeant walks away, presumably to finally do his job and trespass Barry. We talk amongst ourselves for a few minutes until my brain clicks and I realize I need to put a heads up into our CSA app. So I start writing that because we all just know Barry will be trying this BS with the franchise's customer care. Meanwhile, we're waiting on Sergeant, or at least one of the officers, to bring us the trespass paper to sign and get a copy of. 30 minutes later, we're still effing waiting. GM says, Altered, go find out what the F is going on, please. And I walk outside to find Officer A in his patrol unit about to drive off. I wave him down and he rolls down his window and I ask him, what's going on? Oh, Sergeant left. He said he's not trespassing Barry, but Barry's gone. We were all debriefing and now we're done, so we're leaving. I said, you've got to be effing kidding me. Have a good night, ma'am. Needless to say, all three of us were absolutely livid. GM forwarded all of Barry's info, as well as Officer A, Officer B, and Sergeant's info to our owners. I'm sure the owners are pursuing Barry for the damages and are probably going after the responding officer's department but I don't get to know what will become of it because, well, they keep all that to themselves. In the meantime, I did finish and submit my heads up, informing customer care of Barry's transgressions and why he's no longer welcome at our property, and to request the revocation of his status. Barry, from what GM has told me, did indeed try to call customer care to complain about us and call us racist and thieves, and she said her response, per the owners, is that this has become a civil dispute and no longer customer care's responsibility to respond to. Barry, thankfully, has not attempted to return yet, and hasn't tried harassing anyone that I'm aware of. I apologize, Redditors, that this was not a fully and completely triumphant ending, but I am glad we don't have to deal with complaints from him and his baby mama fighting and disturbing other guests, nor put up with his unsolicited drunken flirtations or his constant calling in to see if y'all got one of them rooms for me? No, Barry, we permanently don't have any rooms for you. F off. Okay, so let me just say this first. I am all for supporting the police. They got a tough job to do, and I I understand it's tough getting in the middle of this stuff. But the way these officers handled this, if this is indeed the way they handled it, was completely unprofessional and totally out of their scope. The guy is supposed to be trespassed. It 